Confident Boys Basketball with Coach Michael Wells on the Jim Davis Show. And Fruto Monument Boys Coach Michael Wells brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance for a free comparison. Call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. He's the coach of the Southwestern League champion, Fruto Monument Boys, who are also the overall number one seed in the 6A state basketball tournament, which starts tonight with the Wildcats taking on the 32-seed Highlands Ranch. Michael Wells joins us. Good morning, Michael. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. Uh, good talking with you last night. And I know something you mentioned to me that I hope you don't mind me bringing up, that when, when you cut the nets down to to celebrate winning the Southwestern League title, that oh, the guys in your team each got a piece of the net. But then you took the net itself and threw it in the trash. Take us through symbolically what you're trying to get across to your team by doing that. Well, you know, normally... You know, we've, we've never cut the nets down when I was on the girls' side for winning the Southwestern League because we had bigger goals, you know, and, and I want a net from the Coliseum, you know, and that sort of thing. But, you know, I think it's been 34 years since, you know, someone went undefeated throughout the regular season, and um, it's just not something you experience very much. You know, I've been I've been coaching for 23, 24 years, and it's something that I've never been able to part of, be part of. So I just thought, you know, it was important that the guys – um, you know, had a, a little piece of, of history to remember it by, something just to to be able to look at and, and just reflect on this season and that sort of thing. But it doesn't change our goals. You know, our, our goals are still to, you know, to be able to win, you know, win the next couple of games in the in the playoffs at our place and, you know, hopefully get to the Coliseum and, and see what happens. And, you know, while while championships are fun to celebrate, um, you know, we've we've hung a lot of banners on the – you know, on the one side of the gym, but, you know, I don't think anybody's put a, a state championship banner up since like 2000 or something like that. And so, you know, that's what we're after and that's a long-term goal. So that was just a way to, you know, hey, congratulations and, and job well done, but, you know, we're not done yet. And so, um, you know, hopefully that was symbolic of that and that got the message across to the guys and, and got us focused on tonight. Right, that, that you're not trying to diminish what that accomplishment was, but hey, let's celebrate it. It's a great milestone. You you, you run the table and, and go undefeated to finish the regular season, but there's still those bigger goals ahead, and that's getting to the, the Coliseum and having a chance at winning uh, a state championship. For your team, get the number one seed in the 6A Boys State Basketball Tournament, the state's highest classification. What? How much pressure is it on this this basketball team to, to, to kind of live up to that and, and, and represent the Western Slope considering you are the, the number one team in the highest classification in the state heading into the postseason? Well, you know, I think we felt pressure the entire year. Uh, you know, there became a point after the Christmas break where, you know, we thought we had a chance to run the table and we knew we were going to get everybody's best. We, we felt pressure. Um, and, and our guys hear the clippings and they read the Denver Post and they see the online forums and and people who make comments about, you know, where we're at as the number one seed and how it's a joke and we don't play this and we don't play that and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, we, we feel a responsibility to, you know, to defend that and, and represent not only our school and, and this side of the state, um, you know, by, by making a run here in the playoffs. But, you know, we talked last night, you know, they can disrespect us and, and they can do a number of those sorts of things. The fact of the matter is we have to prove it on the court. And, uh you know, while there's responsibility and there's pressure and those sorts of things, I think we've been feeling that for a while. And, and maybe after the game against Durango, we almost had a little bit of a release and ability to refocus and, 
and that sort of thing. And, you know, I think Highlands Ranch feels a little bit of pressure because I've seen all the message boards saying that they're going to upset us and they're going to, you know, they're going to represent the Eastern Slope, you know, and they may have nothing to lose in terms of coming over here, but, you know, there's responsibility, I think, from both sides. So it's kind of a perfect scenario. And, um, you know, hopefully once the ball tips, we're just, we're ready to go and we forget about all that stuff. So tonight is Highlands Ranch and uh, playing in that 6A, 5A Continental League where uh, Highlands Ranch went 3-7 and seven this season. They're 10-12, and 12, and, you, and you look at those numbers and go, mm, they're not a very good basketball team. Then you look at the league. We have Chaparral's a third seed. Mountain Vista's a two seed in this uh, tournament behind your basketball team. That is a very tough, difficult league that they play in. I mean, it's, it's the Big 12, um, you know, of, of high school basketball. There's, there's no freebies in that deal. Um, you know, so they'll definitely be battle tested. There, there's no question that, you know, they've played the top competition in the state night in and night out, which, you know, can only help them, you know, to be better. And, you know, I think we've taken a, a lot of heat, you know, in the papers and the forums and that sort of thing for, you know, the flaws in the seating index for us being number one. But, you know, I mentioned to you last night, it's just as much of a flaw that they're the 32 seed as we are the one, you know, potentially. But, you know, I think it, it gets us off on the right foot in the state tournament. It's, it's a matchup that, you know, is going to be a challenge for us. And, you know, we can't worry so much about them. we got to worry about us. And, you know, I think we have a pretty good basketball team, too. And so, you know, hopefully we're ready to go and, and we've done what we need to do. And, and uh, you know, hopefully can you only got to score one more point than the other team this time of year. And, and style points don't really matter. And, you know, that's our focus is just getting through this, moving on. For an Amendment Boys basketball coach, Michael Wells with us on the Team Sports Network. Part of the challenge with this Islands Ranch team is who do you stop? Because they have eight players that score five points or more. Uh, Peyton Tier Ike is their leading scorer at almost 10 points per game. But as you and I talked about last night, you watched a lot of film of this, uh, of this Falcons team, Michael. Every night it's a different guy. Stepping up, hitting big threes, being their scoring leader, helping them win basketball games, it's tough to identify who's the guy you really have to stop when it comes to Highlands Ranch. It's an interesting scout. You know, I think I've watched their last seven full games, and, you know, I don't know that I know who their best player is yet. You know, they, they just come at you from a ton of different angles, and, and it's a different guy every night. Um, and, you know, sometimes you just wish you had a team that had a guy scoring 20 so you knew who to take out, you know. So, um you want to try and align your team to to match up with your best defensive sets and and that sort of thing. But with this group, you know their guards are more their penetrators and drivers inside scores, and their big guys shoot the three better. And so it just it presents an interesting challenge, and and that just means all of us have to be good. There's nobody that can hide. Everybody has to rebound. You got to challenge every shot. You got to contain dribble penetration and. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, the work we've done through the season gives us a chance to have them at home and, and maybe it's a unique situation for them to have to travel, you know, over here, which they don't do very often. And, you know, you get a chance to, you know, hopefully they miss some shots and you get a chance to jump out on them and hold on. And they love to pressure. They're going to press you all night long. A lot of uh, responsibility on your backcourt to, to deal with that pressure and make good decisions. Yeah, we've talked all week about how important it is, it is for us to be solid. You know, we feel like our guard play is a strength, and, um, you know, we feel like teams that press us, we've made them pay all year. Um, but this group is is tip the buzzer. You know, run and jump press, they're going to swarm you, they're going to foul you, they're going to, 
you know, beat you up a little bit and, and got to be physical. You just, you can't be careless with your passes. You can't be lazy meeting the pass, um, you know, and, and how we handle that's really going to be a key to the game because if you can, if you can break that first wave, you got an opportunity to play three on two or two on one on the back end and hopefully shoot a lot of layups. And I feel like, you know, that's a strength of ours if we handle it the right way. Um, you know, I think it could lead to some good stuff for us. But if you don't, you know, they'll speed you up and, and cause some cause some issues for you, and then you end up giving up easy baskets, and it puts you in a, in a bad situation. All right, looking 